want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to her back to the show. Can you freaking believe it? It is 2023. I hope that you guys had a really relaxing, fun holiday, New Year's, etc. Today was my first day back at work. I took significant time off significance a relative term. I took the whole week after Christmas off and it was super nice to just relax and unplug and I had multiple days where I just literally had to like ping my phone because I didn't know where it was and it was like the best thing ever. I was talking to a coworker today and I was like how was your break whatever the full thing and and we typically shoot it shoot it pretty straight with one another and she was like I am excited to be back, but I'm also just kind of feeling like a kid after summer vacation's over, and you're really sad that summer vacation's over, and I was like, you know what, I totally agree, and although it's so nice to be back into a routine, I'm kind of like sad that the holidays are over, and I'm sad that, you know, I don't have much on the calendar coming up. Actually, that's not true. I do have some fun stuff on the calendar. I feel like every year the holidays are just something like really exciting to look forward to and I'm kind of sad that that's over, like dedicated family time and all this kind of stuff. So I do know that it doesn't always have to be the holidays for you to spend time with your family and friends and the people that you love. So maybe this is more for me, but here's a little reminder that it doesn't have to be a special occasion just to schedule time with the people that you love. You can do it any time of year and You don't have to necessarily put a specific holiday or a date on it. You can just do it to do it. So that is kind of the current state of the union. I am uh, excited to be back into a routine, but I'm also just kind of like, meh. I was also really overwhelmed by my inbox and the giveaway that I'm hosting. I don't, I didn't really think about this. I'm hosting a giveaway. If you guys listened to last week's episode, I'm giving away an espresso and If you're listening to this before the 12th, the giveaway is still open, and to enter that giveaway, this will make sense why I'm overwhelmed by the inbox, to enter the giveaway, all you have to do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts and then screenshot that review and email it to me. My email is hello at lilyraco.com, and it's also linked in the show notes, but (laughs) I didn't realize the overwhelming amount of emails that I was going to get. And so I kind of set myself up. It's a trap and I will never do this again, but the giveaway still stands. So continue emailing me, but just know that every time I get a notification, I freak out a little bit. So I need to teach myself to relax when my phone goes off 
with a gmail notification i'll also put all the details to enter the giveaway in the show notes you can post a screenshot of you listening to today's episode on your instagram story um, or it doesn't have to be a screenshot it can just be like a picture of you listening in your car or maybe you're sitting at your computer listening on spotify or whatever but um, you can post that on your story for extra entries but yeah i'm giving away an espresso i love my espresso so much i just ordered some new pods today i'm super pumped for them to come in We are three days into 2023 and there are still two things that are kind of like New Year's related that I want to do and I figure that I'd share them with you guys so then maybe I will actually do them and you can do them too. The first one is I want to write a letter to myself and I'm going to do this tonight. I'm declaring it. It'll happen tonight. I thought about it while I was at work today. And I didn't get a chance to do it because I want to be intentional about it. And I want to light a candle and set the mood and just do the whole thing. But I want to write a letter to myself and read it on December 31st of 2023. So like, I guess it'd be 362 days from now. I'll read the letter and just kind of see how much has changed. So that's one thing that I'm going to do. Kind of New Year's related before maybe the weekends. I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. And then another thing... I saw this idea on Pinterest and it's to grab a glass jar, mason jar, big jar, little jar, whatever, and every single week write down a happy memory or a happy moment that happened that week and then put it in the jar and then at the end of the year you will have 52 memories from the entire year that you can go back and read and think about, reflect on, whatever. So I thought that that was really cool. So I'm going to start to try to do that. We'll see how long it lasts. Hopefully I'll stick to it. So if you haven't done anything like New Year's related and you want to do a fun New Year's activity, those are two options. So New Year, new season of the podcast. I can't believe I forgot to say that. We are in season six of 8020 now, which is crazy. We are also super, super close to, drumroll please, a million downloads. A million downloads. That's insane. So thank you, thank you for almost a million downloads, and we'll have to celebrate pretty heavily when we hit one million. So let me know what you guys think we should do. Should throw like a rager. That'd be fun. And really out of character, but I don't know, new year, new me. Long story short, if you enjoyed today's episode, help us get there to one million downloads by sharing the show with a friend. And, or if you don't really like this episode, pick your favorite episode and share that with a friend. If you're too shy to leave a review, you could give the show a rating um, and that also helps more people find and listen to the show. Also, because we're in a new season, there are a couple, well, I guess we can say like shifts happening, not too big of shifts, so don't freak out, but new season means things change and honestly, episode to episode, I probably change things, so you guys are so used to going with the flow, which I so appreciate. We're going to add in a couple new segments, which we'll talk about in a few, but one major difference is we're only going to post one episode a week. In the fall, I bumped it up to two episodes a week, and then you guys know the month of December, I was doing episodes like every single day, and I just, I love, love, love posting when I can because it just is so cool to be able to produce content for you guys, and just to be able to constantly update the show's profile is like the best feeling in the world knowing that there's fresh content there for you but I want to be able to pour 
really, really heavily into one episode every single week and just give you guys like 110% in that one episode rather than trying to pump out like as many as I possibly can. So mark your calendar every Thursday, a new episode of 8020 will go live. I'll make it live in the morning Eastern time so you can listen on your drive to work or during your morning workout. I'm planning on having some fun guests this season. I'm gonna do some traveling in the spring, so hopefully I can have some live guests joining me rather than just like zooming people in. What else am I gonna do? Obviously, I'm always looking for like topics that you guys want to hear about, so feel free to shoot me a message if you have a topic in mind that you want me to talk about, or you can join the 8020 group chat. A link to that is in the show notes, and that is where we just chat about tons of different things. There's like 700 other listeners in that group chat. And it's just a really cool place for all of us to connect. So exciting news. Like I said, it's a new season. So we're going to introduce some new segments. And the first new segment is going to be sharing a high and a low. This is not a revolutionary concept, I know. But like little backstory, almost every single night at dinner over break, we would do highs and lows. And it was more just kind of like as a funny joke that Lexi started. And we were just sitting around the table And we had all been together all day. So obviously, like, there's no, there's nothing new to talk about. We've kind of just beaten a dead horse on every topic under the sun. And Lexi goes, so let's go around the table. Let's share a high and a low. Obviously, we've all done, like, highs and lows before, but never in, like, our family setting and with extended family, too. And so we all just kind of giggled. And then all of a sudden, we started sharing our highs and lows. And it was really, really fun. And so we continued to do that pretty much the entire time that we were home for winter break and it was really cool. So I decided to bring that onto the podcast and share a high and a low with you guys. So I will start with my low, then I'll tell you guys my high so we end on a on a high note. Um, So my low today is that I didn't spend much time on my computer or on my phone or sitting like at a at a desk for very long over my winter break. And I've been at work all day, looking at a computer and sitting at my desk all day today. And my body just hurts. Like my body hurts from sitting. And it just is so frustrating for me that I am like not, like my shoulders are like almost up in my ears right now. Like I get home and I'm just like, I just need to move. So anyway, I'm headed to yoga in a few. Like I need to leave for yoga in like 10 minutes. So I'm going to like chop the podcast recording in half, like have the intro done, good, ready, and then record the rest of the podcast when I get back after dinner tonight. But just the fact that my body is physically like reacting to like sitting at a desk, that's just like defeating to me. It feels really defeating. Um, because it's like, what am I supposed to do? Like, you, like I have to work. So what can I do to to stop that? And even though I stand at my desk, it doesn't really seem to help. Whatever. Anyway, not going to spend too much time on that because I currently don't have a solution, but I will find one eventually. If anyone has suggestions, please let me know. My high, though, is that even though I kind of bitched a little bit about my overwhelming inbox, I absolutely adored, adored, adored reading all of your really, really sweet reviews. I was brought to tears just at how nice you guys are and how just the kind words that you've had to say about the show and and me and the content and what I have to say. And I am just absolutely blown away by you guys and so, so grateful. So I'm like kind of tearing up right now, but thank you, thank you, thank you for your kind reviews. It means the absolute world to me. 
to know that my show has impacted you guys in the way that it has. And I'm just really, really grateful that I get to do this. So thank you for that. Next segment is quote of the week, which we have done in past seasons. So this one isn't super new, but my quote of the week is something that surprise, surprise, I found on Pinterest and I don't have an attribution for it. It was literally just on a sticky note. Like it was a picture of a sticky note in a Pinterest picture. But the quote says, don't complain about how much is on your plate if you came to the table to eat. And I really like that. Don't complain about how much is on your plate if you came to the table to eat. And I am notorious, notorious for letting things overwhelm me when I know that I am in complete control of what's on my plate of what I put on my schedule, of what I put on my to-do list. Most of the time, my quotes are, like, super heartfelt and whatnot, but that was more of a little, like, hey, like, tough love, like, don't complain, like, you've got control over it, so don't let it stress you out. I mean, it can stress you out a little bit, but don't let it get to you because this is what you wanted. I told you guys I was going to yoga, so I did that. Went to yoga. Probably one of the best classes I've been to in a long time. It was fantastic. And then I had dinner. I actually have really been on my cooking game lately. And so last night I made chicken tortilla soup. And then I also made just to kind of like meal prep that. So I had dinner ready when I got home, which was so nice. And then I showered now I'm drinking some kombucha, I'm sitting down, recording the second part of the podcast, which is the topic of today's episode, the truth about looking on the bright side. And the idea for this topic stemmed from a message that I got in our 80-20 group chat today. And I um, was looking for topics that you guys wanted to hear about this year. And someone asked, how do you keep up a contagiously positive mindset? And I thought that that was really intriguing. So I decided to kind of like take this idea and run with it. So this message came from Ashley. So shout out to you, Ashley. Thank you so much for sending. And she said, it'd be beneficial if you discussed some of the things that you think about to keep up your contagiously positive attitude. I would love to hear your thoughts that keep you motivated and successful. I think that this is a really cool concept because as a viewer, as a listener, it's really, really easy to, or even just as a human being, It's really easy to look at another human being's life, especially with social, especially when you're looking to people who you see online as influencers or even me as a, you know, podcast host. It's easy to look at someone else's life and think, oh, they're super positive all the time and they've got a really good attitude. I think before we really get into the nitty gritty, it's important to know that you only see what people want you to see and no one really posts the bad days. And even though I think social media is becoming quite a more authentic place than it used to be, it's not really curated, I take that back, there's still so much curation. And people only show what they want to show. It's the highlights. It's like 1% or 2% of their real life. And on the podcast, it's also really easy to think, oh, she's got a really positive mindset all the time. But it's super important to me to make sure that when I hop on the mic, I am in a positive headspace. And I am, you know, putting good energy out in the world. So that's always a given. Like, you're probably not going to see a side of me that people closest to me get to see because that's not something that you really want to put out into 
the world. I'm definitely not saying that people closest to me see like a horrible side of me, but there are definitely different versions and different attitudes and different moods depending on different situations and things that happen and that's just kind of how the human experience is. I found it really interesting because today was a day where I really 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 struggled with looking on the bright side and to be quite candid with you guys it's been really hard for me to look on the bright side for the past couple months and I've just really been wrestling with not very friendly thoughts in my head and yeah actively trying to make the decision to look on the bright side but it's not always as easy as a decision because first you have to get through this barricade of negative 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 before you can even get to like a little teeny tiny crack of light you have to like break through all the bullshit i think too that looking on the bright side isn't really the default for a lot of us i don't know maybe it is maybe it isn't i can only speak for myself but for me i would say that looking on the bright side is a learned skill and it's not one that i've mastered in the slightest but it's one that i think i definitely try to practice every day and I get tested on it quite often. And I think I took a seat in this classroom when I was in middle school. And middle school's really, really hard, okay? It's like girls are shitty to each other and the teachers just like don't understand and it's just not a good setup. Like in my middle school, for example, we had to sit alphabetically in the cafeteria at lunch because people were like so mean to each other and would exclude everybody. And I don't know if they still do that at that middle school, but it was like a thing, like you sit alphabetically at lunch. So I went to a public middle school and it was like two or 300 kids all sitting alphabetically. So if you got the short end of the stick and had like shitty people in your alphabet, like good luck. Nobody got to talk to their friends at lunch, which was like so sad. And then you like start creating these like weird groups and stuff. I don't know, middle school's freaking weird. And then you get to high school and it's like a free-for-all and that's a whole story for a whole different time. But I do remember distinctly like waking up and going to school was a hassle for my mom. Like it was a fight every single day because I just did not want to go to school. And for me, there was very, very little positivity walking through those doors every day as a 12 or 14. How old are you in middle school? 12, 13, 14? I don't even know. That was a battle in my mind. High school, similar thing, probably worse. Sophomore year of college, it was probably like one of my lowest points ever. They call it the sophomore slump. Um, I call it something quite different than that, but that's okay. But when it comes to looking at the bright side, despite shitty situations, I think it's a learned skill. And if you are the type of person that's constantly not really enthused by your situation, you kind of learn that you have two choices. And choice number one is to continue feeling shitty about the situation. And then choice number two is to look on the bright side. I always think it's funny in podcasts when people are like, the Webster's Dictionary defines whatever as whatever. But I will tell you that I did just pause to double check the definition to see if it would kind of help me like prompt any ideas. But the true definition of looking on the bright side is trying to be optimistic no matter what. And I think for me, what's really helped is training my mind to truly believe that everything happens for a reason. And I know it's so cliche and so overdone, but there's always a reason behind the things that are happening and finding like that little, little teeny tiny, even if it's like 
just a little like crack under the door a little bit of light in what seems like a really really shitty situation can be really helpful so to be completely honest i don't have tons of like tips and tricks and tools to put in your tool belt to help with looking at the bright side it's kind of just more like you learn as you go and maybe we're kind of getting at like the core of personal development it's like there's nothing that anyone can say or do other than you to believe that the bright side is a better option so maybe it's reading books maybe it's journaling maybe it's listening to positive podcasts maybe it's just surrounding yourself with people who also believe that things will get better with time and um, there's a quote that i love from alice in wonderland the quote is when you can't find the bright side i'll sit with you in the dark so make sure you have people that will sit with you no matter what and find activities that lift you up that you can turn to when shit goes sideways and I don't know it's it's hard don't get me wrong it's really hard to look on the bright side but I think it's just truly a learned skill through trial and error and it's not something that happens overnight it's a lifelong process something that I struggled with when I woke up this morning I have texts from my mom and I'm saying like literally what the fuck am I doing with my life I can't do this I can't do that it's sad to read those texts like I went back later I'm like oh the drama like (laughs) but really, and then I'm getting texts from Lexi and she's like, not to be toxically positive, but blah, blah, blah. And all I want to do is like throw my phone across the room because I'm like, the last thing I want to hear is like a motivational quote. But sometimes that's what you need to hear. Sometimes you got to hear the tough love. The only way through is through and you just got to keep chugging along no matter what and find those little pockets of sunshine, even if the forecast says otherwise. All right, you guys, that is a wrap on today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, please be sure to subscribe to the show. I post new episodes every single Thursday. I will have all my socials linked in the show notes for you guys if you want to see more from me. Love you guys so, so much, and I will talk to you next week.